welcome in. Thanks for joining us once again on the Red Rock Sports Podcast. The boys are back. We are back. It's been a little bit of a weird week. We had some quarantining going on, some vacations going on, but everyone is back. I am Jared All. On my left, Connor Holzkamp. How are you, buddy? I'm here. You're here. Mm -hmm. That's saying something. (laughs) Nick Sopris across the room. How are you, my friend? Doing pretty good. Mexico is great. Thanks for asking. I am so ready. This is so first worldy. I'm so ready to just be at my house watching Red Zone in my tidy whiteies with a nice cold can of Coors Light. That's all I want. Uh, yeah. Just give <laughs> me that. Tidy whiteys. Yeah. I did not peg you as a tidy whitey. On guy. Sundays, I go tidy oh, whites. Yeah. Is there a, like a reason for that? Uh, trying, to, trying to make sure some things stay in? Or? Yeah, it's more about form in oh, the sense of okay. like I, I can tell if I've gained or lost weight that week based oh. on how my tidy whites See, are. I was going to say, I might just go commando <laughs> that on is Sundays. That's not real. That, is that, that, would, real? that would be more of where I'd lean on that. The, He's, the look on his face tells me right that now? this is real. It could be real. Oh, It could be real. All right, good. You know, most overrated like thing to wear ever and we all wore them boxer briefs it's like you're wearing shorts under your shorts you're not trying to play basketball See, I'm just i am to- a boxer guy i don't understand everything being held in and can tight no i need to breathe yeah. baby i need to breathe yeah i like the uh, uh there, there's something called para thieves you ever heard of these they're, they're kind of like boxer para thieves, thieves which is is like, two thieves they're together kind of like boxer briefs but you know it's just like it's like a hybrid a hybrid you know in mexico you know? yeah in mexico there you see those guys that go like full european and i'll never understand that like <laughs> like it's it's like their butt cheeks are out it's the weirdest thing That's ever i'm just a trend man it's no good i'm i'm just trying to enjoy i, I don't think my, anyone wants to see that i'm just trying to enjoy my pork taco and in walks the guy say like i don't want your like butt where my butt's gonna sit it's gross yeah yeah, yeah. but anyways mexico was very good thanks you for know, asking i've never actually <laughs> thought about that the 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 skin to skin contact yeah, transfer gross. that's mm. no good and that's especially no like good. in a post covid era that's okay. like, it's yeah. okay you can't uh you can't catch a disease because your butt is sealed you know yeah unless you have a cut on your butt if you have like a, a wound open wound maybe some transfer there i'm know. not gonna take that <laughs> risk is all i'm saying i'm not willing to take that risk all right good to, good to hear all right all right all right so you were in mexico what, what were you doing connor was this a work trip there uh, yeah 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 it was a uh, a hands-on training workshop so uh, there not you go. in mexico I no assume. i was uh, learning to finish some floors some gym floors oh you know? okay nice yeah, no, fantastic right. good. yeah all right sleek so if you need floors any, are looking sleek oh, for basketball sleek. season yeah on fleek as the kids say <laughs> it on, was it was lit uh-huh you just said something that I've literally never heard before. Is that, is Perfect. That, yeah, yeah. Keep her on. Okay, bet, cool. Bet. Good to know. Yeah, I bet, feel bet. Really, cap, no really cap, old. no cap. All right, before we get talking Broncos, obviously, we got a lot to talk about there. I want to touch on the news of the day. It is Tuesday, uh, September. Is that what month they're in? September 20th. Jeez, geez, Louise. I know. We're like almost way all the way through September, and I can't get around my head around it. Uh, news of the day today comes out the Colorado Avalanche. Signed star forward Nathan McKinnon to an eight-year, $100.8 million extension. There we go. Backing up the Brinks truck. Uh, Highest paid hockey player in the NHL now. Yes, and good for him. Good on them for getting this done because now you continue to build what this window can be. Any reservations with this deal and making him the highest paid player in the NHL? Oh, no, none at all. Nope, none at all. And uh, just uh, obviously a different sport, but just just to kind of compare here, 
That would be three years of Nathan McKinnon equals like one year of Russell Wilson. So. I know it's nuts uh, anymore, isn't but it? He is the highest paid uh, hockey player. That was a it's a great move. He's here for the next eight years. Uh, definitely earned it. And after that team friendly deal that he's coming off of, uh, de- fantastic. Yep. Yeah, I, I, that's why I think it's fine. He he paid his dues. It did what was right for the team. I think it was just over six million a year annually that he was getting paid so before oh, was was was, was. previously yeah and so well deserved and uh stanley that's what happens man you, you you win a championship people get paid i have actually seen quite a few people quickly on social media talking about you know how you you know paying paying everyone top dollar you, you know you end up falling off but i think one thing that I'm optimistic about with the NHL is it seems like they're starting to figure out some of the the TV action, trying to get bigger TV deals, getting more money. That salary cap should keep going up. I think by the time we're done with this eight-year deal, this is going to look like a steal as well. And hockey's crazy like that. They love them some long deals. And I guess injuries, injuries are a lot more prevalent and can really affect your career. But I just could not imagine in, in many sports, although I guess... I say that, and the trends are, 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 are carrying over to other sports. Baseball players are signing eight- and ten-year deals. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes, what was his? It was like a ten-year deal, wasn't it? It was a long one, I know. So uh, may, maybe we are starting to see this carried to other sports, but it's always weird to me to see an eight-year and, uh, deal. I, to me, I, it, it makes you think about Kale McCarr's contract that he just signed, getting $9 million a year. Um you know, just I mean, look at the look at the value there, right? Uh, but no, th- this is great, all right? So... Hopefully, uh, keep it rolling. The Avs, that they've, uh, I guess they're the only team in town that likes to win any championships these days. I so know. That's I good. Know. Uh, no, it's it's great deal, man. And, and Nathan McKinnon, it's he is going to be an av- avalanche for life, and love it. Love to see it. So, and we're just like around the corner before NBA and NHL season starts. I couldn't even tell you when either of those seasons starts, but I think we're right there, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, October. Yeah. Wow. Why? I always say that. Why? Why? Why do we start so early? Yeah. Why does anyone care about baseball or basketball and hockey in the middle? No, like, you nailed it right first. In the heart. No, no, go back. You nailed it yeah, first. Why about does anyone care about baseball? Also, yep. <laughs> continues into October, by the way. So, yeah, also a big mistake. Hey, baseball is a great sport. It's wait, America's wait. pastime, Jerry. And it's just hit me. We're going to talk about some baseball later. We haven't even hit playoffs yet. And it's about October. Why? Why are we playing baseball? So I imagine you are not going to be a fan of the proposed in-season tournament that the NBA is uh, planning on doing. Not this season, but the next season. What? This is news to me. What? I, well, I that's a little that's a little different than like baseball, where a thousand years ago it was the only sport that you could play. So that's why it was two million years long. So now with all the sports, I just think that kind of so they got to adjust. You got to make changes. What so, is this in-season? Yeah, it's um, gonna. They're. Uh, Okay, so you know how in European soccer they have different tournaments Champions throughout the year, right? Like stuff. different, yeah, different types of championships. So they're kind of taking a model off of European soccer, but they're going to have a. They've proposed a tournament that is in season. It will count towards your actual record. Uh, your teams will still play eighty-two games, I believe. I believe, don't quote me on this part, but I believe that the teams who end up making it to the championship will play like two extra games, uh, then 82. Um, might be the other way around. But yeah, it, the idea is it's still going to be an 82-game season. You are just replacing some of those games with this in-season tournament. Yeah, I think... Go ahead, Jerry. No, no, go ahead. I, I think what I would like to add to it, what I think would make it really cool is if you treated it not necessarily like a Champions League because many of the teams stay the same, but if you had like in-season drafts where you took the top 
40 or 50 players and made teams from that. Okay. As, yeah, as yeah. a monster. But, but then you get into the 82 no, I'm gonna, games. Also. I'm going to bridge some things here, okay? So the the lottery, the draft lottery, right? That, they're, they're one of the few leagues that does that, the lottery that way. Get rid of the lottery. Whoever wins this mid-season tournament, that's your draft order now. Oh, what do wow. we think? What do we think? Uh, Motivation. No, no, no. no, no. See, see what I think would be cool? And I've seen this proposed. Um, it wasn't my idea, so I'm not taking credit for this. I saw it on Twitter. Uh, but I think it would be cool if you took the winner of that and guaranteed them to not be in the play-in tournament. Like you, you said that, hey, at worst, you will be the sixth seed, right? Anything else... Uh, you can move up I, and down. I don't know that I like that. I'm I'm actually not against this idea. As long as we're not adding extra games, that's a big one for me. I don't want extra games. 82 is already too many. Don't add extra games. But it does give you a little bit of something to get into in the midst of a long season. That you know, A lot of fans, a lot of our listeners like me, probably don't follow much NBA or NHL outside of our local teams. So it gives you a little incentive to watch some of these other games, other teams. It's a little bit of a different energy when it comes to a tournament. Like the that. key is it has to count for something or you will just see all this is also play. true. You, you will see them all just sit. This is and true. It's essentially going to be a break like a bye week for all the the all stars, and you'll, what you would see is you would see D League players and um or G League D League G League players. It was the D League, yeah. Uh, so so G League players and and young guys like that's what you would see. So I think by making it part of your actual yeah, record, I get where you're going there. Uh, and yeah, there, that does that, that does. Oh no, it's up an, a it's an there. interesting. You know it what I like though about the NBA is that they're not afraid to try these things. Like the NBA more than any other sport is able to just like. Hey, that's a good idea. Let's let's try it, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, there's a fine line there. You don't want to be baseball where you never change anything, <laughs> but ah, uh, you could get really gimmicky really quick. Hey, baseball's with that. changing next year. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, I don't know. I actually don't. I don't actually don't like that they're taking away the shift. I just it's just not taking uh, away the shift, and they're making bigger bases. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's I don't know. More wow. offense. And what you want? It hey, feels like. Yeah, I just, but it, it feels like men's league softball now, right? Well, like, that's right up Connor's alley. I think they should just oh, make well. the. Yeah, I think they should just make the stadiums longer. Back that's what that's what I think. Or make, or make or make <laughs> or make the outfield skinny or something like that. I don't know. Somewhere they're just not always going for home you runs. Were, uh, you were you uh, were <laughs> defining cricket. Here's what, always, like, here's what always bugged me about the shift and the whole thing with the shift, and I get the analytics to it. It was like, how can you, if you are particularly a left-handed player, that's that's typically where you see a lot of these shifts, um, learn to slap the ball, dude. That's all you have to do, and you will get a base hit every single time. Yeah, except for these pitchers are good enough to where they are pitching them inside, and then you can't slap the ball. Sure you can. Sure you can. You're mm. a professional. Oh, no, only if they make a mistake, but that's baseball, right? I mean, that's what baseball is in a nutshell. You capitalize the on time, the mistakes. Connor, there's nobody on the left side of the field. Lay down a bunt. You tell them you can't do that. bunt some an of, inside Some pitch? of them do that. I'm just yeah. saying, like, if if you could absolutely find ways without having to... I mean, that's like basically saying you can't blitz two guys to one side in the NFL. You can't... <laughs> nope, you cannot blitz two guys on the same side. That's not fair. We got to blitz one on either side. To me, that's ridiculous. Counter it. Learn how to play around that and be successful in spite of these shifts. You know what I would think? I think for football, if you're going to take away all of the defense's ability to have all of these stops and to hold a little, you know, it's just so geared towards the offense. I think a very easy fix would be just to not allow offensive players, especially skilled position players to wear gloves. 
I think that would be the easiest fix to allow that because I think of all these catches that these guys make that are totally, totally outrageous. You know what I mean? So uh, I don't know. Look at the, look at this. We just started with no agenda there, and we just touched on all four major look sports and rules changes. Should we just us. wrap it up now, guys? Yeah, all hey, the hey, show. We'll turn on the music. Uh-huh. Turn on the end music. Uh, we are okay. here to talk Broncos. Though. Okay, we are here to talk Broncos, and there is a lot to dive into, guys. Uh, oh, so much. Although Jared. Before we talk Broncos, one thing I just want to mention for our listeners who listened last week. Okay. 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 I just had three quick notes. That will oh, take I no did. Time I did all. tell our listeners I would give you, you a moment. You said you would yeah, give us a moment. I, I so, I'm sorry. I just want to say, all right, I did tell you not to be surprised if the Broncos lost week one. Yeah, I said those yeah, words yeah. and I said it was because yeah. a new head coach, a new quarterback, new system, I, and that place was going to be loud. I may have been overconfident going into week one. I may have doubled down on that so, last week. I know that. <laughs> we'll I also, see if I learn my lesson for week three. I also oh, want to add that it is quite possible that you have single-handedly uh, ended a young quarterback's career, um, or at least his season. Who? Um, <laughs> oh, Trey Lance? <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. By, I put uh, the kibosh on Trey Lance yeah, last week, yeah. didn't I? By putting the bet with, uh, you know, uh, co-host Tyler, who was stepping in yeah. here last week, he bet that Trey Lance would finish as a top 20 quarterback. Yeah. And, uh, I think he also did that with happens? another. I also think he did that with another quarterback. Thank you. Brings me to my next point. Oh, weird. Yeah. So my next point was uh, the notorious bet that we, uh, Jared has made me a Nick a bet that, uh, Baker Mayfield will be a top 15 quarterback. I said top 16. He did top say 16. Half, 16. Top 16. Sorry, correction. Top 16 quarterback. Uh, pro football focus. But what? And it got brought up last week. But what I wanted to say, how are you so low on Jimmy Garoppolo and so high on Baker Mayfield? Upside, this baby. This does upside. not it's compute upside. in my Baker head Baker Mayfield has put up those numbers. Jimmy mm. G never has. Okay. Yeah, but Baker how far, Mayfield but, had a great season Yeah, but in Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo has been, like, he's just had... He's, a, he's, a, he's winner. a winner. Yeah, he's, he's a, a winner. winner. Statistically like speaking, though, he's not. He's he like Jake that Plummer. Guy. And the thing I with Baker don't. Mayfield <laughs> is... is <laughs> Baker, don't. Baker Mayfield is high risk, high reward. No, 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 no. Jimmy G is low risk, low reward. No, okay? No. Are we talking like an NFC Championship game, like low reward? or like? I'm just saying what he is doing to win you games... Jimmy G is not making those plays. I'm not saying Baker's always making them, but he's out there slinging it. He's out there trying, right? <laughs> you, you, so oh. now we're giving participation. You're correct. I was just about to say that. Anyway, and right now, <laughs> Baker Mayfield is participating very hard. Okay, guys. He also, just for the record, I'll, the, I'll put myself on blast. I just looked it up before the show. He currently ranks 32nd in the NFL. Correct. Yeah. 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 The Panthers, the Panthers won Shit. almost last week in spite of... Of Baker Mayfield mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. spite. But we will get there shortly. You're going to hit me with blast. You put on your uh, best bet of the week from week one, uh-huh. Baker Mayfield. I and did. my man hit that over. Buddy. I did. He I hit did. that over. All right, and well, this anyway. is the mistake well, I hit you made, mine. Connor. I hit mine. You never make bets personal. You made it personal. You did. You yeah, emotional personal. betting. Okay. Yeah, before we get to the best right, bets. Sorry, I said we'll my piece there. about we'll last get week. There. Now we can okay. move on. All right. Okay. What's going on, guys? We, we, were, we were promised this high-powered offense. It has been anything but... It, it looks like a complete and total disaster on the sidelines each of the last two weeks. You know, Tyler and I, when we talked last week, we were really expecting to see some improvements, some changes in the processes. We didn't. I, I, in fact, I think it looked worse what we saw on the sidelines on Sunday. You guys were both at the game. Give me your thoughts. Oh, well, uh, it was pr- probably the most disappointing win that I've ever seen ever in my and we went through the Tim of, Tebow years, guys. I yeah, mean, those were sweet, though. Woo! Those were wild. Those, <laughs> those were, were wild. Sweet. But uh, no, it was disappointing. Um, I would push back with you on one thing, though, here, Jerry. I, 
granted, the sidelines. Uh, I refer what you're. I, I assume what you're referring to is the clock management, the game management. The oh, you mean occasion? You mean the, the coaching, entire? You mean right? the entire game? You're getting to the coaching. <laughs> Everything. Uh, you, yeah, you. But mean I would the entire not game. say that our offense looks. What was? What did you call it? Uh, our offense looked. We we're supposed to be this high-powered offense. We're yeah. not getting there. I would push back a little bit. Okay. The Broncos are the only team in the NFL right now to be in the top 10 in expected points added for defense and for offense. They have averaged 400 yards per game. I think that the actual play calling, like the results of the play calling thus far, have been very, very good. I do. I think our offense looks... I like this look offense. You're seeing a lot of short passes, short passes, West Coast offense, go for the deep bomb. And I think it's working. Now, granted, the red zone has been a disaster, uh, but... I know Walji was talking last week about a couple of the fumbles that they had on the goal line. He talked about Hackett not putting the team in the best position by going to shotgun there. I'm not calling him Nathaniel do that until we start winning like big time. He's Nat He's to me. Nat, yeah. He's Nat. Uh, so you gain you know, a letter every time you prove something. Okay? <laughs> yeah. I think it's Nath, been two games. If we win on Sunday. I think it's been, after two games, I think it's too early to say if the red zone is a repeating issue or if it's just something that from the small sample size has happened. Because you look at the rest of the game, the offense has looked all right. It's not, it's not been bad. It has not been a bad a running game has been on. They've been averaging upwards of six, seven yards per play on both games. And the offense has not looked bad. I, I, I will actually not really push back against like the actual play calling itself. The plays that are being called, I think there's some creativity there. I, I liked more what I saw from the Seahawks game in the game plan than, than what we saw this last week against Houston, but I think you're splitting hairs there, and again, I don't know what's going on in the headsets and what, 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 what they're seeing and stuff, but I, I like the creativity. I like some of the different things. It's To me, though, it's, a, it's consistently putting yourself you know, in, in this spot where you know not getting the play calls in on time, you know, I, I think that the That's situational football has been terrible. It's not just the goal line, not just the red zone. It's the, the the decisions, you know, McManus gets lined up there, didn't run the kicking team out until there was less than 15 mm-hmm. seconds left on the clock. And then he nails the kick with like 15 yards to spare. You move back five yards and you decide to punt. Oh, my God. You know, Unreal. I, I actually yeah. totally forgot about that until you said that. That was absolutely that's, ludicrous. If Nathaniel Hackett totally was, forgot if, about Nat, that. if Nat was our offensive yeah, Nat, coordinator, Nat. I'd be saying he's doing a pretty good job. As a head coach, he is failing can we miserably. Say, can we right say now. borderline Fangioisms? Yes. Maybe some. We can. Maybe some. Yeah. Vance esque. And, and, and let's not forget the sequence that led up to that, right? So there was a third and one. They try a tight end handoff option to Andrew Beck. Or I'm sorry, not a tight end, a fullback. Uh, uh, it was a yeah. full, he was playing the fullback. He was lined up at fullback. He, yeah. I know he's a tight end, but uh, so they they hand the ball off for a fullback option. They do not get the first down. Then they run their kicking team out there late. Right? They couldn't decide if they wanted to go for it or not. They run it out there. Then what you just said happens. He miss or he makes the field goal, but they call a delay a game penalty for the twenty five penalties in two games. Absurd. Uh, and and then they, of course they back up five yards and don't. Uh, yeah, it's it's. It's shocking, Jared. It is it, that aspect of these games have been just well. I, I want, the, the thing, the thing that I words. will give, the thing <laughs> that I will give them credit for is they are obviously, especially after Judy went down, obviously depleted at the wide receiver position. I think there, I, I I'm going to be wrong, but I think it was like at minimum four drops. Like yeah, fairly, wasn't good. fairly wide open plays for seven, eight yards drops. That's the that's the positive in the sense that we're obviously missing wide receivers. 
the thing that I struggle with the most, Javonta Williams is obviously clearly the best offensive player that you have. Why, why is he not getting 20, 25 carries a game? Why, like, yeah. what, what is He that? looks like he is ready to take this league by storm. And, and you're right. They're like holding him back. And maybe that's one of those where over the long haul, right, you keep him fresher as the year goes on. But when your offense is struggling the way that the Broncos have over the last, first two weeks, I think you got to lean on the guys that are, are producing for you. And and I, I agree with you there. I think Javante should, be, should really, really be getting it. But So he's getting like 15 carries in a game. You're, you're saying that... Yeah, what, like, he needs to be. You're saying that five I, more carries yes. is going to make like the difference. Yes, it's probably I, I wa- getting you a wanna, first down on I, third and one. I 100. I, I, yeah, I, I do agree with the third and one. What I'm saying is that not every play needs to be in shotgun, and not everything needs to be a dump off pass when Jerry Judy is hurt, Tim Patrick is out, Cortland Sutton is obviously being bracketed in several situations. Like it, it's a very predictable offense when our our wide receivers are in the situation that they're in. So far, what I've heard is a lot of blame for Hackett, justifiably so. Nat. Nat. And a little bit of blame for the guys around Russell Wilson on the offense. Does Russell Wilson deserve any of the blame yes. for the way the offensive looks so far? Really quick, really quick before we jump on that in regards to penalties. Denver leads the league in penalties with 25, with 206 total yards of penalty yards. The next closest team is Philly with 18 18 wow. penalties. It's just kind of absurd, and I'm looking to see, and and uh, they also, le- uh, it's Arizona has one less penalty of the 169, or excuse me, Seattle with 183 yards, so it's just, it's just absurd, but go on. I'm sorry. I totally cut you off. Okay. Russell Wilson, what blame does he deserve for where this offense looks? Any? I think Russell Wilson's been playing fine. I think he looks the part. He looks like the, the guy we paid him for. I, again, I just, I, I don't, I don't know if I'm hearing this from you quite, but but I'm not all over this offense thinking that like this is not looking what I expected. The offense looks fine to me. It really does. I'm fine with the play calls. I'm fine I with the, the running. I guess ultimately at a certain point, we need to see this produce. I agree it's the, the the stylistically, the way they're doing things. I'm fine with it. Uh, but it, at, at a certain point, you can't just be okay with a 16-9 win over the Texans. No, all. no. But okay, so you look at Russell Wilson's game. And yeah, let's look, let's, off, let's, let's look started, at it. No, so let's look at it. Four, Fourteen for thirty-one. Okay, Two hundred. Go ahead. I have these stats. I'm aware. I'm ready. So he was fourteenth for thirty-one with what? Two hundred seventeen yards. Nineteen, but two hundred nineteen yards. Okay, hairs started started off slow. Nick mentioned the drops. If you add three, four of those drops into there, those numbers do look better. But clearly, the offense wasn't quite clicking. I, I, who knows how much Jerry Judy going down affected that, right? Um, but when you needed it, right? After that interception, which was kind of a fluky interception, by the way. That was not like a terrible throw by, by Russ, right? Cortland Sutton, I thought he came down with it. He kind of comes down to the ground. It somehow hits off the linebackers like back and, you know, it just falls into his hands. Uh, since that point, I believe he was 9 for 10. Since that point, he was 9 for 10. He led them on the game-winning drive. He did what he had to do when he needed to do it, and that is the mark of a good quarterback. You're not going to have 70% accuracy with 350 yards yeah, every so it's game. Not, it's, not about, it's not about the fact that he led the winning drive, which we can appreciate. That's what you do. It's who we're doing it against. Can we agree that the Texans are, at best, a bottom-fourth team in the league? Can we agree yeah. that Seattle yes. is possibly... 
and the running for a top five pick. So it's not the fact that we're having these statistical games. It's who we're playing against and how our schedule gets significantly more different, difficult as the, as the season wears on. And with that said, maybe that's a blessing in disguise because now we're figuring this out. Guys, it's tough to watch right now. It's tough to watch. Man, right let's now. not, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Start of the week. Start of the week. Start of the week. All right. Talking of Russell Wilson in his first two games as a Bronco. Let's not get ahead of ourselves here, Nick. I want to bring up the first two games that Peyton Manning had as a Denver Bronco compared to the first two games that Russell Wilson has had. Peyton Manning, 43 for 63, 494 yards, three touchdowns, three interceptions, one and one record. Five rushes for two yards. Nice. Okay. Five four. for two, baby. That's the key stat there. <laughs> right. Four, 43 for 63, 494, three and three touchdowns and interceptions. Russell Wilson, 43 for 71, almost identical. 559 yards, so he has about 60 more yards. Two touchdowns, one interception, so a, a better ratio. One and one record, three rushes for five yards. Let's not get ahead of ourselves after two games is all so, I'm saying, and I do not where, mind those numbers. Here's where I want to take a step back. I'm not necessarily complaining about what I've seen from Russell Wilson, X and O's. Between the sidelines, he has been what you're asking him to be. He's got all the, all, all the abilities, the intangibles, everything. What I have not seen from Russell Wilson that this team is starved for right now is the leadership. And Whoa. you talked about, you just brought up Peyton Manning. Tell me Peyton Manning is allowing this <laughs> offense to sputter like it has over the first two weeks. You know what he's doing? He's going up to Nathaniel Hackett. He's Nat, saying, no, hey, hey, hey. Nat, Thank you. to Nat. He's saying, quit calling <laughs> plays. Quit putting me in a huddle. We're going shotgun, Guys, no huddle at the line. Yeah. I'm sick of you calling it in 15 seconds. To, to I need a leader <laughs> from the quarterback to step up and say, coach, this is what we need to do. So Jared, what, he he left Seattle you, because he wanted a voice because he was not getting a say, making decisions. That is what we brought him here to do. He needs to do that. Yeah, tell us how you really feel, Jared. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm fired uh, up. Right. So let's hey, go ahead and back that a, up and okay. tell us again. I am again. a so, CU Buffs fan and a Broncos fan. I have seen some really shitty football in the last fair. two weeks. Yes. Okay, okay. okay. So, hey, so, well, so, no, to facts. your point, Jared, can you guys or our listeners out there imagine what Peyton Manning would do? If asked to come off the field on a fourth and five for a sixty-four he would yard literally game, winning like field nah, goal, I got it, coach. Absolutely not. He's not coming coach. off the field. Are you kidding and, me? And maybe that's me asking and expecting too much out of Russell Wilson. But when you pay a guy top dollar, when you give up as much as you did, you are expecting him to come in and change the culture within your team to be that vocal leader. And I just haven't seen or heard that and from Russell I, Wilson. I, I, and I haven't. I disagree, from, though. From I just, I, I just so much disagree with you, right, with everything you're saying right now. I, if you don't think he's changed the culture, go to training camp and see how many people are sitting there on the hill. Okay, go fans are showing these, up. Listen, it doesn't that, that's matter. Different. The fans doesn't. Yeah, I'm go, talking about. Go listen to how these players talk about these situations. Go listen to the confidence that they have in their quarterback, in their system. They are not shaken right now. He is showing himself to be a leader. All right. Now you could argue. If he should have stepped up and said, "Hey, we're we need to go for this right now," right? I mean, that's one thing. But we're not we're not in there for these conversations. We have no idea. I mean, really, truly, we have no idea what his leadership looks like on a day to day basis with this team. All I can go off of is the feeling, the culture that we are All I observing. Go off is what I'm on seeing this. on Sunday, and I ain't seeing it. 
Yeah, but he ain't seeing it. Connor. But I think the question is, we're looking at the wrong place. None of this is on Russell Wilson. So this is Nat. The question is, can Hackett hack it? Ooh, that's the question. Can Nat hack it? <laughs> okay, okay. We're gonna start a new running segment that we're gonna go all year now. Can Hackett hack it? I can like it. it. Can Nat hack, hack it? So I want to ask that question right now. Where is your level of concern with Nat? Oh, as your head coach moving forward. Head coach, not about his play calling, not about him, his offense. As your head coach, where is your confidence level with him? I would say right now, um, it's way too early to judge. I don't want to do the classic Bronco thing and freak out because mm-hmm. I've said this before. Bronco fans, myself included, are so spoiled. What I appreciated about what he said, two things that I, that I really liked. One is he ended one of his press conferences. I don't remember which one. Talking about clock management, delay of game, quote, I just want to get better. And then I think one thing that I do appreciate that he did say is as an offensive coordinator, you want to be giving your opinion. And I'm not quoting him, but something along the lines of I just when when you're an offensive coordinator, you're you're in his ear, you're in the head coach's ear, you're giving him his plays. And now as the head coach, I think he said you've got four people in your ear and it's just my decision. So maybe that's the issue is that he's got way too many people in his ear. Put that bad boy headset on mute and call the play you want to call. Yeah. So I'm at a five. Yeah, you know, I, I don't want to overreact either. It's been absolutely terrible clock management. To Nick's point, I do like how stylistically, at least when he's talking, he is saying the right things compared to Vic Fangio. Do you guys remember Vic defensive. Fangio's interviews <laughs> last defensive. year? He has. He never, if you just listen to his interviews, he has never made a mistake in his entire life, right? I do like how Nathaniel Hackett, with the exception of the one press conference right after the Seattle game, where he definitely looked like a 10-year-old hopped up off five Red Bulls, couldn't take a breath. Did you guys see that? That was absurd, by the way. Um, <laughs> uh, other than that one Get interview... Give my man a Valium stat. <laughs> other than that one interview... Uh, he and and you know what you said something last show. I did actually want to bring this up too, just to fact check. He did walk back that he should have gone for it. He did actually say I probably should have gone for it on that fourth and five. Okay, but since then, right? You go look at his interview on Monday after this game. You go look at his post game after Sunday. He's admitting that there are issues that is unacceptable. The Broncos fans have every right to be booing. He's like he said. I'd be booing. I boo myself. I'd be booing myself right there. I need to get better at were this. Were you guys booers? Uh, yeah, I was. I was you not know, booing, I, but we were counting down. I was counting down. Um, I, I, like I said earlier, I had totally forgot about the field goal, then the delay of game punt. Crowd was going nuts. Like, absolutely nuts. Oh, the crowd was I nuts. Couldn't, yeah. How can you not boo in that situation? So, yeah, anyways, I booed on that. Um, I... Yeah, I boo. So I so have to say, <laughs> in general, yeah, I boo. In general, I'm not a booer. I'm not I, a booer either. I thought nope. one of the biggest against the Texans, I'm booing the entire game. One of the biggest travesties yeah, of the Peyton Manning era was when Peyton Manning was booed that Super Bowl. That was year. a travesty. That is yep. a joke. And Broncos fans, frankly, crossed a line for me that I don't know that I could ever let you come back the way y'all handled that. But this situation, I was booing at home, man. I'm like, dude, this is a joke, and and it's. Well, it, Let's let's not forget to. I I don't want to let this segment pass without at least bringing the special teams up, okay? And this falls on Hackett as well. I mean, you could say it falls on the special teams coordinator, but this is Hackett. I'm just tell me if I forget anything, okay? In one game, the Broncos went out without a punt returner, had to call a timeout because <laughs> they did not have a punt returner out Which, there. Which why? Just let the punt go. It, right. It's not like it's a live ball. They went out Anyways. there for a uh, a punt defense with ten players. Had to call a timeout. 
They got a running into the kicker penalty. They got a field goal off, not in time, delay a game penalty, had to punt. Didn't have to. Chose. That, that is chose. four. I mean, that's just right there. Four just procedural, procedural, errors, procedural right? errors on the special teams. All right. So you got. All right. You ask me to the original question. What is my concern level? Scale of one Antio to ten. Hackett? Okay. Scale of one to ten. I'm going to put it right now at a six to seven. Okay. Absolutely. These things cannot happen. And at, at some point. It's not good enough to just get there behind the now microphone again, now, and acknowledge the mistakes. Now, again, we have to see it to back you up, though. We are two games in against possibly two of the worst teams in the league. So let's remember, let's not go radio here and just have meltdowns. <laughs> but it is completely unacceptable. It, here, it's concerning. Here's what I'm seeing, guys. What I'm seeing is a guy that is approaching game day as an offensive coordinator and not acknowledging or not truly being on top of all the rest of his responsibilities because to what you were saying earlier, Connor, play calls, not bad. You know, some of the things he's doing schematically, again, if it was my offensive corner, you feel great. I think that this is something that we may need to be discussing as the year is going on. And I'm going to bring up the question now, should Hackett consider relinquishing play calling duties on game day? No, not right now. No, definitely not right now. I, Really? I am, I'm because here, I'm it, here I think record. that is the number one reason why his head is not focused on all of these other things. Keep in mind, Nathaniel Hackett was not calling plays for the Green Bay Packers. Head coach Matt LaFleur was the one calling plays. So this is really, I don't know if it's his first experience. I think he has called plays in the past. But this is not a responsibility he was, he wasn't hired based on his play calling, you know, success. Hmm. So I actually thought he was calling plays. That's news to me. You know what? I may have just spoken in a manner that I'm not 100% educated <laughs> I, I on. I thought he so. was. But either way, all right? He, okay, it doesn't really matter, right? If he, I, to, We to should have checked on that. Yeah. But it, it, regardless of if he's calling plays or not, you have Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur there to cover up anything that happens. And you right? know who we have? Russell freaking Wilson. We do. We do. Uh, you know what? Someone just needs to sit down. At the end of, oh, sorry. What, what are you calling Nat, Nat, Nat Hackett? Okay. Nat. I'll, it's I'll not even Hackett. In it's fact, just Nat. maybe, is it just N? He's only got one. Yeah, one, one oh, I don't, I, well, if we lose again, it's nah. It's nah. Nah, okay. Hackett. Okay. It's like Hangman. Is this like reverse Hangman? Yeah, okay. he's got to earn a bag. Um, <laughs> man. All right. Nat. Lots a lot of letters in those first two games. Yeah, you got a lot. <laughs> we got a lot of wiggle room here. <laughs> Someone just needs to sit Nat down and have him play like 20 straight hours of Madden. Right? <laughs> uh, I have heard I heard someone say that too. Someone was saying that they just need a guy. What they need is they need like a 14-year-old that has put in like 9,000 hours Wait, of Madden. Go get, go get one get of those eSports. No, no. He's pretty good at, at Oh, God. Madden. If I ever see Paxton Lynch again. <laughs> go, go get one of those eSports kids that plays Madden 24-7 and just have him in okay, your ear. We're joking, but that that is actually... I'm not not that. I'm not saying go do that. But you should. he should absolutely... If he wants to continue to call plays, a time management he needs guy. a time management coach on two this, of them. in his ear. Where are they doing this what yeah, are they doing they're not playing madden yeah apparently maybe, maybe the problem is you have to apparently maybe, maybe you need <laughs> yeah, one right we need one voice and right? not two uh, 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 it's hard without being there on like we're not of course just like you listeners out there we're not privy to these one-on-one -on -one, we're not privy to the the process of communication between his coaches right but it's very clear that something is not going <laughs> going right so um the reason, though, Jared, I don't put my concern higher than like a six is because I like what I've seen from the offensive play calling. 
to me, it seems like this stuff should be much easier to figure out than the I actually is as much as I'm kind of being a little bit dramatic here right now. I actually do agree with you. Like what is not being done right or things that to me it's like this is a yes or no question and you chose the wrong answer just choose the other answer next time like whereas if you can't schematically do anything offensively that's a little bit trickier to get going i'm I'm gonna put myself at about a seven in my concern level because i think what i've seen right now so far my, my level is at like an eight or a nine right it's not good but i absolutely believe young coach first time guy he seems like the type of guy that you know i've not seen anything from him that shows the stubbornness and unwillingness to learn and grow but this is a short season in the nfl man you get 17 weeks you were lucky to survive this game and i think that is not a stretch to say the broncos were lucky to win that game based on the mistakes that they made they lost that first game because of too many mistakes you cannot keep doing that. You're playing a better team this week in San Francisco. The games keep getting harder and harder. You're not going to keep sneaking away 16 to nine. Well, it's victories. just like the kick. It's like the kicking, kicking of a 64 yard field goal, and then you're not going to, and then you're not going to kick a field goal. It's just the consistent. It's the consistency thing. It, you know what I mean? So something's gotta change, and we got to see it quickly. Okay. All right. Anything else we want to hit on this uh, week two? slight victory for the Broncos or you guys didn't get a chance to react to week one anything you guys want to throw on there that's all the same okay it's all the same that we're going here same so. story different chapter Jerry I know I, I literally gotta figure it out gotta figure it, it out it felt like deja vu did it not watching that game it was just a the, little, to a certain little extent bit. the Broncos have been a laughing stock of the entire NFL world so far you got your home crowd chanting the play clock like it's a high school basketball game. I have never seen that before. Unreal. Even the announcers, I know you guys were at the game, but even the announcers, it took them a minute to like register what was going on. What is it? And then, yeah, (laughs) the the, the color guy comes on. He's like, they're, uh, they're, they're, I guess they're going to try to help hack it out here so he doesn't miss any more play (laughs) calls. See, I saw that narrative too about helping hack it out. It is so blatantly a mock. It is openly mocking their brand new head coach. So, uh, uh, I just, yeah, that, that, I guess that's the only thing I would add. We we didn't really mention the play clock, clock counting, but I have not seen anything like that. I really haven't. <laughs> All right. I guess it's time then to move on to our best bets of the week brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. You guys obviously missed out last week, okay? We're going to touch really quickly on, uh, on your guys' picks since, uh, you know, the audience got to hear it, but I didn't get get a chance to give you specifically the credit and uh, where credit I know where too. my credit was. So I'm we'll start with my man, Nick. Nick. Easy. Wait. Hey. Easy. Uh, you were on to something. You were you were even telling me before the show that, hey, I'm not going to try to get ahead of myself, but I was on Jalen Waddle, man. Jalen Waddle is a bona fide I was superstar. Way, I was way off on the Derrick Henry pick. If there was one guy I felt good about all year, and granted, week two, Jalen Waddle's the man. Jalen Waddle's the man because Tyreek Hill yes, is And both the man. of them lit it up. In, in week two, but in week one, you had Jalen Waddle over 57 and a half. That hit Connor. You went personal. We talked about it earlier. You, you tried to dig at me with Baker Mayfield and it came back to bite you. You were the only one to go. Oh, and one in week mm-hmm. one. I'll make it up. I'll make it up. Just to remind the listeners out there, the loser of our bet challenge throughout the season will have to do the hot chips challenge. And Tyler was not happy that I included him with. Uh, oh with no, he didn't that. sound like it. He yeah, did not. yeah, that was a little bit of a surprise to him when I when I made what him make it? a pick last week. It's a seven. What is it? A seven dollar chip? Yeah. It is a. Yeah, that's a correct. Woo! Mm-hmm. That's insane. I believe it is a uh, Carolina Reaper. 
Have you guys Pepper. ever eaten anything Carolina Reaper? No, like, I had some beef jerky one time that was Carolina it's Reaper. Hot. It's hot. Well, I barely like jalapenos on my pizza. Okay. See, I like spice, <laughs> but it's got to be a good level of spice. So the, the the one I had was a piece of beef jerky, and everyone's telling me how crazy hot it was. So I take a bite. I'm like, oh, it's not so bad. You know, sit down. And about 30 seconds later, you just like feel the steam rising. Like It's like a cartoon where you could just feel the steam coming out. It was insane. I couldn't. I was drinking milk, chugging milk, trying to get rid of it. So this is going to be brutal. Oh, it's going to be brutal. brutal. And we will videotape it for all of your watching pleasure when it happens. <laughs> so be when be Jared has very, to eat the hot chip. Wise about this. Okay, last week, only Tyler and I made picks. I took Tua Tungavailoa over half Not, interception, nice, uh, and it, the game went exactly how I expected. Now, I didn't expect him to come back from the 21-point loss, but I thought they'd be down big. I thought he'd be throwing the ball a you lot. You also mentioned that you wanted to go under on his yeah. yards, so it did not go exactly. No. I'm going to check you here, partner. No, and that's why I stayed away from that, because if you remember what I said on the show was, well, they're going to be throwing the ball a lot when they're behind. Mm, I'll tell good. you right now, I am not as high on the Dolphins as a lot of people are right now. I think Doug Dolphins are that team that they're everyone's darling right now. By midseason, they're going to come crashing back down to earth. But man, for the sake of my fandom, I hope this Miami offense keeps going. They are fun to watch. There's so much speed. And Tua, I'll tell you what, man, give the guy some credit. He's looked pretty good so far this year. Now it's a it's early in the season, early in his career, but I don't think some of the criticism he has gotten has been warranted. And I actually hope I'm always that type of guy. This is why I'm a Baker Mayfield guy now. Yeah, everyone just know. hates him. Everyone just ripped on Tua after his rookie year. I, I I tend to root for guys like that, so I'm I'm hoping that Mike McDaniel's and and Tua Tungavailoa keep this offense going. So I hit on my over half interception. Tyler put out Javante Williams over twenty and a half rushing or uh, receiving yards. Only eh, eh. one catch, which happened in the first quarter, by the way, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, one catch, so. 10 yards, did not get another reception in the game. So Tyler starts out 0-1. He's going to have a little bit more of a challenge. He's not on as often, so he's going to have to be a little more oh, on Oh, we're doing points. percentage? Oh, percentages? It's, it's going to have to be a percentage. I like that. It's going to have to be a percentage. So we'll go winning nice. percentage at the end of the year, losing percentage, I should say. So who wants to stay to, to start off for week three on your best bets of the week? Oh, uh, I got a lock. Okay, let's hear got it. Got a lock. Our boy, don't, the quarterback. Don't call me Mitch. Don't call me anything but Mitch. My name is being chanted for the other quarterback, Trubisky, under <laughs> 215. I think is it 215 and a half. Yep. 200, under 215 and a half passing yards on Thursday. So he only Lock had it. like 160 or 170 yards last week. So, so in line for being under there. But... Uh, that's a low number, man. 215 is a pretty low number. He's a low quarterback. Uh, if, if they're losing, they may be having to throw the ball around. So uh, just, hey, I, I don't know. I'm cautious. If anything, that, that makes me more excited for his under. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what you got, Connor? Well, I got the lock, actually. My Thrive Fantasy prop bet of the week, Nick Chubb Sorry. over... 0.5 total rushing touchdowns plus receiving touchdowns. So rushing and receiving touchdowns. That, well, that's a pretty good bet for... Yeah, uh, uh, I need to go get in on that now before that moves. I have to think that that line, that's that's the Thursday night game. So I have to think that that's going to be moving. And I'm a little bit surprised at that one. I, what Do we know, has he scored yet this year? Maybe that's what's driving this down. Because I know, I, I know he tends to get 
uh, touchdowns poached by by Kareem. Oh Hunt no, he scored. Bit. He scored last week. Yeah, wow, that's a good bet there. That's a good bet there, Connor. I, You're I like asking if one. Nick Chubb scored yeah. on the season? Yeah, three. He had three tutties on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? Oh yeah. You know what? I say that, and I, I'm pretty sure he dominated me in my fantasy football. Yeah, dude. Matchup. He's the man. He's. I think he's number one in uh, fantasy right now. Yeah. It turns out I suck at fantasy football. Oh, Who no. Knew? Who knew? Who knew? Okay. My best. We have a bet spot next year if I'm, you want in our league. I'm also taking this Thursday night game, guys, and I like. Amari Cooper, okay? Amari Cooper, nothing. Nothing week one. Basically didn't even see any targets. I think he had like one or two catches for like 18 yards. Last week exploded. I think this was a concerted effort from this Cleveland offense to get him more involved. He's their biggest playmaker out of the receiving core. In fact, he's their only playmaker on the receiving core. He his over right now forty nine and a half receiving yards. He went nine for one hundred one last week. I like him to get over fifty yards. That to me is my best bet of the week right there. Wow! If you want to get any in on any of the action of any of these bets or any other player prop bets, Thrive Fantasy is the place to do it. They offer the best payouts. They really parlays. do. I might suck at fantasy football, but I am killing it with Thrive Fantasy right now. Betting on the player prop parlays you're getting i mean you're putting 10 bucks down you're getting 60 back out of it on these parlays that's unheard of you're getting better payouts than anything make sure when you sign up you use our promo code red that's r-e-d you get matched up to 100 dollars. okay you put 100 dollars in you got 200 in your bank now that's easy money guys just put in the promo code red that's r-e-d find them online thrivefantasy.com or download them on any app store I like how Nick took the the side of the bet that pays out more. So he, he took the plus uh, odd side of that bet. Is that something you guys pay a lot of attention to when you're making bets? Uh, uh, for the sake yes. for for Thrive. So I did a couple. I did a, I, well, I did one last week. I I just take what I think is going to happen. I you know what I mean. I like. Yeah, I I tend to think you can overthink it, especially when you're talking the difference of a few bucks in the payout. You know, one of the things I'll lean maybe if I'm looking at like a a, a game spread line versus a money line. Okay, maybe maybe that makes a little bit of sense. But T- Tyler Walgy somewhere listening. I know ro- is rolling I know, over in his grave listening to us say that we do not pay attention to. I'm the not odds. saying I don't pay attention to it, look, but I'm just saying I'm not going to let that look, define my. Bet. Here's the thing: if I'm doing player props, <laughs> I'm taking the only thing that defines if, your if bet. I. If I'm doing player props, I don't care. I'm going, it's what the kids call a vibe. I'm Bad writing the vibe of and, what I think is going to happen. Tyler Walgy, while he's rolling his eyes, is saying that's the most square statement that you've ever correct. Made. Yes, yeah, correct. I know. I, know. I, I, I don't take any shame in it that being a, a square better, but frankly, I think sometimes that that, that 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 could pay off a little bit. You know, you see things a little bit differently than than what everyone else is seeing. So, uh, but that's again why I love Thrive because I don't have to be a betting expert like. Tyler Walgy to be successful when it comes to betting. I am prepared to lose every penny in my account. <laughs> How about that, Tyler? Oh, dangerous. He's living dangerous. Dangerous. Right Don't do this right now. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. So many, so many good uh, play on words that we can get with this team. You know? <laughs> I, know, I, know. I love it. I'm yeah. just, I am, I, some fun. I, so we only went to the, uh, uh, obviously, the Texans game, but uh, I, I didn't see on the Jumbotron. I might have missed it. I was waiting for the, the less ride. Oh. Like pump up? Did they do that at all, Connor? Did you see that on the jumbotron? I did at not. All? I did see how Russ Wilson ended his press conference with "Let's ride." Yeah, but I don't want that. I no. want I want like a a third and two, Russ on the jumbotron giving us a less ride. Uh, they uh the mascot I'm blanking on his name right now was running around the field Miles? with a, Miles. Yes, that's it. 
running around the field with a let's ride flag. Does that count? I yeah, mean, no, this seems not, like a missed count. opportunity from the PR <laughs> people here. They should be they mm-hmm. should be putting that out yeah, everywhere that, yeah, right yeah, now. That's right. hot right Fair now. Fair enough. It's hot. <laughs> All right, guys. We're gonna play a little game here before we before we get on to the preview of the the Broncos Week Three matchup against the the 49ers. We're gonna play a little game, okay? This is a blind resume game, okay? And we're we're tweaking it a little bit from how we've done it in the past. There's a couple of them where you're gonna pick, you know, who who you like better. But then there's a couple of them where I'm gonna make you guys name who ba- it is. Baker Mayfield. Okay, give me the worst possible stats. <laughs> it's Baker Mayfield. So okay, so first one. Uh, so pretend that uh, I have never played this game, or our listeners who haven't heard it, maybe. Sure. Uh, Sure, a little explanation for everyone. So blind resume. I'm going to give some stats, okay? And on this first one here, you guys are going to tell me uh, which one you would take based on two different players' stats, and then I'm going to tell you who that who each of the two quarterbacks uh-huh, yeah, right, kind of surprises a little bit. And then there's there's one of them on here where I'm actually going to list the stats, and you guys are going to try to tell me who that player do is. We have a, do we okay. have a chip, like what the hot chip that the loser eats? After no, the show, ooh, we no, do not. Uh, no, okay. no, no hot chips. Okay, <laughs> I'm just gonna. gonna get, I think that might be out of Woos Media's budget if uh, we're if we're gonna be <laughs> dropping seven bucks a chip. I'm just on gonna every start bringing here. chips, and we're just gonna create a stack of chips. Mm. <laughs> okay, first one. Pick your quarterback. Okay, quarterback A has a 64 percent completion percentage, three touchdowns, three interceptions, 78.9 QB rating last year through 33 touchdowns and seven interceptions. Quarterback B, also 64% completion, three touchdowns, four interceptions, 73.1 QB rating. Last year, 35 touchdowns to 14 interceptions. Are you taking quarterback A or quarterback B? And we're talking about the game from this last week. Yes. No, this is is season. season. This is the the total season. Total season stats. Total season stats. Start. I take quarterback A, and if it's Baker Mayfield, I'm walking off right yeah, now. Yeah, fair. I'm taking. I will walk off. I'm taking quarterback B because that guy, gunslinger. He okay. is the Brett Favre. This of is A not the one that I was gonna have you guys pick the quarterbacks. I will tell you, neither of them are Baker Mayfield. Thank okay, God. but I want you guys now. So you picked A and you picked B. Will you guys each tell me who you think your quarterback is? Oh, I. You said gunslinger. I'm gonna tell you that was a hint. I'm going to go. Uh, my quarterback is uh, Jimmy Gr- uh, No, Kirk Cousins. I'll take. It is Kirk Cousins. Is it? All uh-huh. right. Oh, really? Boom. Uh, I'll say, and this is on the season. I'll say, ah, it's so tough. Uh, let me give you the stats again 64%, yeah. three touchdowns, four interceptions, 73.1 QB rating last year, 35 to 14. I'll say Lamar Jackson. I, I, wait, can I guess his? Sure. Herbert. No, Ooh, nice both guess. of you were wrong. Uh, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Uh, I thought, I thought the gunslinger might, might get you guys on that one. Yeah. Does, does Joe Burrow remind you a lot of Brett Favre in his heyday? A little no. bit. I mean, a little bit. Man, dude makes some plays, but also some bonehead decisions sometimes, man. I think it's going to kind of cost him. This that time. line's kind of screwing him up. Everyone was real high on him. Myself Okay. Included. Okay, this one, you guys are guessing the quarterbacks, okay? Quarterback A, 56.6% completions. Two touchdowns, one interceptions, 79.5 QB rating. QB, right, let's just do it there, right there. Okay, just so say, say it again. 56.6% completion, two touchdowns, one interception, 79.5 QB rating. I'm going to go Derek Carr. Ooh, that's a good guess. Uh, I'm going to go, how many yards do you say? I don't have the yards. Oh, well, that's a huge thing. No, here. just guess. It's not about All right, I'm going to say Russell Wilson. No. All right. It's my boy Baker. 
Uh, I tricked you guys by not putting that one for the first one. I knew you guys would be all God, over the He makes me sick. Uh, yeah, although I'm not going to lie. It's not making me feel good about my bet right now. Yeah. The, 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 that number. Well, if he said like 15 yards like he probably has, then I would have known. Uh, over Mayfield, 239. Yeah, mm-hmm. over 239. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, quarterback B here. You forgot to add worst quarterback in the league. Ah, uh, yes, yeah. I did miss that you text missed it. here. I so missed weird text. how that was eliminated. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> quarterback B has a 58.9 completion percentage, two touchdowns, one interception, 86.5 QB rating. Very similar. We're kind of talking same caliber, same statistically so far After this year. After two games, correct. After let's two go, let's games. look at their careers. 58.9%, <laughs> two touchdowns, one interceptions, 86.5 QB rating. Name that quarterback. Russell Wilson. Trevor Lawrence. He's got it with Russell Wilson. It's Russell Wilson. Uh Surprising at all that that he's statistically about where Baker is. So he's far not about. Year. Look at that quarterback rating. He's not about. It's, it's pretty close. Uh, pretty let's close. look at the yards. He's not about. <laughs> yeah, there incorrect. may have been some strategic Wrong. selections. We know, here. Jared. Wrong. <laughs> okay. We know. Same deal here. You guys are going to pick which wide receiver that you like, and then I'll give you guys a chance to guess who it is as well. Okay, quarterback. Man, wide receiver. Man, I my I, my spell check sometimes on my notes, guys. Mm-hmm. It's not good. I, I let it go to C and D. I just about said C and D. Oh, it's okay. A. Okay. Wide receiver A has 15 receptions, 14.9 yards per catch, but zero touchdowns on the year. Quarterback, or excuse me, wide receiver B has just five receptions, but is averaging 22.6 yards per catch. And has one touchdown on the year. You taking wide receiver A or wide receiver B? Yeah, it's that's so hard. Yeah, it's hard. It's weak without the yards here. Well, do the math. 15 receptions, 14.9, 5 by 22.6. Come on, you can't do that in your head? No. Say it it again. Say A and B again. Okay. A, 15 receptions. 14.9 14.9 yards per catch, zero touchdown. Yeah, I want that And one. here, real quick, I want 15 that one. times 14.9, 223 yards. And wide how, receiver B. And how many touchdowns? Uh, zero touchdowns. Wide receiver B is five receptions, 22.6 yards per catch, so 113 yards. I will take and Cortland one Sutton over Jerry Judy. So <laughs> you're a. saying A is... A is Cortland Sutton, B is Jerry Judy, and I will take A. Okay, you're taking Sutton. A. Sure, I'll do, the, I'll do that. Okay, what do you got for the receivers? Cortland Sutton and Jerry I will Judy. tell you, one of them <laughs> is correct, not the other. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you have, it's too, it's okay, too Connor, many numbers to give One, one of them is correct, not the other. I'm not telling you which one. Cortland Sutton. I'll take Cortland Sutton. Oh, a. you're wrong. Uh, Jerry Judy was quarterback B or running back. Jesus. Wow. Uh, does he, play? he plays wide receiver, right? Yes, he does. Yeah. Yeah. Someone give this man some glasses. I know, man. I'm struggling today. Mm-hmm. I'm str- See, when we do these uh, who's late a? shows, who's a? Uh, a, a is A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown okay. has, has started out a big uh, year, but no nice. touchdowns so far in the year. Okay, two more real quick here. Uh, pick your defense. Defense A has the second least amount of plays under, or excuse me, allowed of 20 plus yards, but allowing the highest completion percentage. Defense B has the second most, did I say that? I have no idea what you said. I don't know. You're, you're mixing me up here. I'm going left. I'm going right. I'm going yeah, up. Yeah, I'm going to say down. number one is the Cowboys. <laughs> okay. Let me just shorten this. Second least amount of big plays but highest completion percentage or the second most amount of big plays, but allowing the seventh lowest completion percentage. I'm going to say the Cowboys and the Broncos. Uh, I will go with the ones that offer. One of those is correct. Oh, uh, <laughs> the Broncos. The Broncos is correct. Yep. That is team B. 
All right, and then team A is uh, the Patriots. Wrong again. NFC team. Hmm. Eagles. Yeah. Okay. Will can go all day. That's the Seahawks defense there. Oh. <laughs> okay. I should know that he ties these. We're putting around to that. This it, last one is long and wordy, and I can't get words out of my mouth. That's so good. Yeah, we're yeah, going to put a wrap on that show. Oh, buddy. Well, oh, you, you tried. Buddy. You know, it's just really hard when, you know, I can't look at the math and the analytics, and then I got to, and then you threw in Baker, and then I got pissed off, and then like. <laughs> see, see I liked your, your first couple, and then it was all downhill from there. Yeah, we tried yeah. too hard. Try baby got, steps. We tried a little bit too hard baby on steps. that one. We'll simplify things. I got I got to remember. The, the 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 contestants that I have here, maybe the IQ level is, correct. isn't quite. Yeah, yeah that's, Terry, that's yeah, that's on <laughs> you. See, this is yeah, like, no, you're seriously correct about everything you're saying. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> okay, we are gonna finish talking some Broncos, but before we get there, I know how much Nick Sopers loves talking him a little bit mm-hmm. of Colorado Rockies. I can do a little. Um, we'll keep it brief. We're hitting that stint at the end of the year. The Rockies only have 15 games left. They're sitting currently at 64 and 83. The pre-game or preseason uh, betting over under was 72 wins. Now, nope, Connor, 68 and a half. So, yeah, it was 68 and a half. 68 and a half. I've been it's, saying yeah, that every show. Yeah, it's, 68 it's, and a half. it's 68 and a half. I thought you had a different line at 68. Nope. No, 68 it's, and it's 68 and a half. Why did I have 72? I don't know. I, I think because you before, but it's I probably think your I, word you know, processor. You know what I, think it, <laughs> what I think it was is that Connor, per, we were projecting the amount of wins that they would ah, have. Ah, that might have okay. been it. Okay, yeah. so 68 and a half, I actually like better because nobody was going to take the over on 72 wins at this Correct. point, right? With 15 games left, you'd have to go eight and seven to finish there. Nobody's expected the Rockies. They play, what, a few, a, a, a three-game stint against the Giants and then a bunch of games against the, the, the Dodgers. Dodgers. So what is okay, sixty-eight and a half. And what's their record? It's currently sitting at sixty-four and eighty-three. So they'd have to go what? Four and five. eleven? They'd four have to and go eleven. Five and ten. Or five, excuse me, five, 15 yes, five and ten. Left. They only need to go five and five ten. Five and ten to hit the over. Anybody buying on that over? Uh, I hope so because I have money on it. <laughs> so uh, honestly <laughs> it's gonna doubling be, down. I have been watching this like every game for the past week or two, just like I uh, correction, I have not been watching every game. I have been watching the score at the conclusion of every game. That's how I watch baseball. Um, <laughs> so uh, I hope so. It is going to be close, let me tell you. I think they get it. I think okay. they get it. I think my luck rolls, and they hit that uh, 69 wins. Kyle, and I ride off into the sunset as a victor. 69, that's all they're getting. We know, we know what's going to happen. You're, so you're selling. Four, you're, you're going four wins, 11 losses. 68 hey, they've been on hot. the dot. They've been hot. See, this is such a Rockies thing to do, though, to just be garbage all season long, and then they'll just go pull out the over, uh, you know, on, on some... They'll go go win the series against the Dodgers to end the year or something to win this. So I am absolutely taking the over on this. The Rockies are going to pull it out here, boys. I think they're, they're going to... When it matters the least... The Rockies play the best. Well, it's the time of the year where like half the lineup is going to be guys that I guarantee you both of you have never heard of. <laughs> so like, if you just look at their lineup, the, half the players are just their, their minor league prospects coming up. Uh, and these guys are playing for a job. All right? They're playing for a job. They need to get these, these games. They need to have some good... Uh, what, the football term is good tape, right? They need to have some good at-bats to, to get going here. I like them. And, and also, keep in mind... The Dodgers are going to have everything locked up. That's what I was just about to ask. Will they have anything to play for in that last series? Likely that's not. I, I do too. not believe so. No. So, so with but it, you know this is baseball. It's not. It's not the NBA where you can just like sit all five guys and play. You know what I mean? Like in the NBA, you can sit your few best players and then have all these guys that never get minutes come in. Right. Say in football, you can sit your quarterback and some other position players. 
baseball, it's not like you have an unlimited bench. You're still going to have like a few guys. They can't just sit their whole team is what if I'm saying. If they put a position player at pitcher, they, they could totally <laughs> lose it. I think that they would probably get a letter from the league if they did and that. In fact, that, didn't that, that, that happen to a okay. team earlier this year that they tried to put in a position player when they had an eligible pitcher and they wouldn't let them do it? Oh, they let them. They're, they they're, they're, they're yeah, just, I think they're, they were heavily mm, criticized. Yeah, I can't remember who that was, but they have been talking about making that not allowed to do uh, at all. I, I believe. Yeah, I believe. Don't quote me on this. But I, there's there's times where you run out of pitchers, you have no choice. So I guess that you'd, you'd have to have at least an asterisk in there. Like if you run out of pitchers, you can obviously put somebody in there. Yeah, you or could. you just forfeit. That'd be a very baseball thing to do. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay, but I got okay. him on the over. Do we keep it? Do we keep it under five? Under five minutes? Or, it's fine. Ah, I failed. It's I failed fine. this. I failed this. Uh, we just had to remind Colorado listeners that we do have a pro baseball team. I, <laughs> contrary to popular belief, they, they still are out there and they're uh, trying to play the sport. It's, it's those so. green jerseys. It mm-hmm. ruined it. Cursed the season. Awesome jerseys. <laughs> All right, guys. Without further ado, let's take a look at the Sunday night football matchup between the Broncos and the San Francisco 49ers. How much is the NFL regretting all these primetime games <laughs> that they gave to the Broncos right now? Because this one just does not scream a high-powered matchup. I have to think they are hating this as a national matchup right now. You know, I actually disagree with that. I think the injury to Trey Lance kind of gets it back into where you got the older more now I'd say older but like the more established team from last year you know what you're getting from the Niners at least in theory from what their game plan is you're getting a storyline with uh with Jimmy G coming back is Russ going to keep playing like total garbage so I actually think the Trey Lance injury gives a better outlook for a viewer turnout for the game you're, you'd be good in PR I think you would thanks yeah absolutely Carter what do you think uh, I think it's going to be I, I think it's a fine game for prime time I mean uh, you go go look at the national headlines right now. People are loving this Hackett story, right? People yeah, are, yes, this is true. People are loving they it, love man. to make fun of it, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we, uh, the, the Broncos are catching headlines everywhere for their complete lack of coaching on the sidelines. And who would have thought after uh, getting rid of Fangio that that would be? Well, it's a little early to it's a little early to be calling that Vic or Vance. So. Just pump, let's just pump the brakes. Uh, no, I think it's going to be a good match. I, I think it's a good matchup. I think it's going to get interest from people. There is some compelling storylines here. Uh, your boy, Jimmy Garoppolo, who you shredded last week on the podcast, uh, is going to be playing. Now, let me ask you this, Jared. Who do you think the Broncos would have a better chance winning this game against? Would it be... Jimmy Garoppolo, or would it be Trey I, Lance? I guess I just don't understand where this notion comes from that Jimmy Garoppolo is so much of a better quarterback than Trey Lance. First of all, Trey Lance has not been a full-time starter yet. He was successful in one games when he was a starter last year. Jimmy Garoppolo is like 34 and 14 as a starter, and, and he's and gone, I, to, two, have to, gone go, to a Super Bowl, and he's gone to an AFC Championship game. I, I, I Off the top of my head, I believe... Is that good? I believe... I, I don't know. What's that, high score mean? Did he break it? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't understand. When you get to the big game, is that a big deal? <laughs> so I guess, uh, to me... To me, you're looking at a guy in Trey Lance, and it's unfortunate this injury happened, so we won't get it a is. chance to see that. It but is. I would have compared him very similarly to a guy like Jalen Hurts, a guy that yeah. has a lot That's- of talent, good athlete, but for kind of whatever reason was just kind of shit on well, by Trey, everybody. Let's just remember. Let's just remember that Trey Lance played at NDSU. And, and then play, right? Well, he, he play very much? He, he played a little bit. NDSU is like this big powerhouse in FBS. One. And then he was And Jalen Hurst played at Alabama, like, and he did lose his job. But like he then he went to Oklahoma and was sick at Oklahoma. Anyways. Yeah, I'm not got saying Got pulled in that, a championship game. 
That's fair. I'm just saying you can't you can't <laughs> look at the two of those guys stylistically how they play, the way that they were viewed year one as a starter. Jalen Hurts was not widely respected. In fact, everybody talked about all last season the Eagles were gonna go draft a quarterback. Yeah, but neither was one. Lamar Jackson. So that's a horrible counter. That's a horrible argument and, to make. And, and CJ, I'm I, not saying either of them are Lamar Jackson. Okay, but I'm saying he can be, and I believe will be, an above average to possibly very good quarterback in this league. I don't think Trey Lance is ever do you know, elite. Do you know who they league. said the same thing about too? Same same uh, college. Baker. Pat. No. Lynn. Oh, no. Oh. Uh, Carson, Carson Wentz. Wentz. Yeah, you're right. You're right. No, no, Jared, don't get me wrong here. I actually I like Trey Lance. I do. I actually like Trey Lance. I want to see him play. What I do think- you like about Trey Lance? I, he, I mean, he's an athlete. He's what six two, you know, big guy, big quarterback has a, has an arm, can throw the ball seventy yards on a on a dime. Jamarcus Russell and could throw the ball for off all those reasons. He's an athlete, and I would like to see him play. They gave up a lot to get him. Oh, so so hear me out here. I am not on this like hate anti Trey Lance. I actually agree with you on Trey Lance. I agree with you there. I'm just pushing back on your yeah. hate for Jimmy I, Garoppolo. I didn't answer your question, you, but to answer say, your question, yeah. I believe that. Trey Lance is a better option for the San Francisco 49ers, and I would have been more afraid playing Trey Lance, mainly because he's a rusher. Ooh, mainly because he's a rusher. That yeah. always adds oh. an element of it. Oh. And if I was afraid of oh. Jimmy Garoppolo as a dropback passer, I would think no. differently. No. But he does it. Uh, yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo is like a slightly better Kyle Orton. I, like a slightly wow, better. That, I will take that. I will take and and, and and Trey Lance could be Paxton Lynch. Or he could be yeah, Jalen Hurts, or he could be reeling it in a little bit. Steve <laughs> Young, really, I mean, really, whatever. I mean, like, like, like reeling this in. Jimmy Garoppolo's get for this. How do for we this just get Paxton mom- Lynch yeah. and Kyle Orton dropped in the same for, for, <laughs> for this moment in time with where Trey Lance is at and where Jimmy G is at and what you know you're getting with Jimmy G? I would much rather play against Trey Lance. Oh yeah, no doubt. Me too. I think, unfortunately, for my argument. You didn't get a chance to see that this year. I know Trey Lance played all of week one. That was a slop fest. It, it was. was he not, looked good in game in, in week two before and, he got hurt. He yeah. got you mean hurt. the four plays? Yeah, he, was he got hurt early, so he didn't really get a it's chance to play you know a whole game. But plays. it was in the first half. I don't know exactly but it, but where it was. Looking, he was looking pretty good. So Whatever. it's unfortunate. <laughs> we don't get a chance to see it. We'll see next year. I told Tyler we're tabling that bet until next year. That Next year we'll, we'll bring that. We'll That's resurface fair. that thing back up. Okay. So... We, we kind of touched on that. Obviously, Jimmy Garoppolo will be the starter for the indefinite future. I think that's probably been announced as a season-ending injury. I, I it mean, is. I yeah, mean, he already had surgery. He had actually two. I think he had two ankle things. I don't know what the injuries were, but there were two like things they had to fix. And I will say this. Just look at the market and what happened to the line. Trey Lance goes down, and the Broncos go from being three-point favorites at home to being one-and-a-half-point underdogs. Uh, and, and underdog? I was seeing them as a favorite, I thought. Well, I, I looked this well, morning. Uh, well, and, and so the so the Broncos. I'm gonna check that. Well, so it's yeah. Let me check right here. Yeah, please do, please do, because I believe they went to an underdog now at home, and that is pretty much. I mean, obviously the Broncos didn't play great on Sunday, so that might have. The Broncos are are plus one and a half. Wow, so, so, yeah, so, so the underdogs moving correct. four and a half points. That's, right. That's so pretty... so clearly the market tends to agree with uh, our point here that Jimmy Garoppolo poses a more immediate threat. I still give you your point, Jared. I would definitely keep in Trey Lance if he was healthy. He has the higher ceiling. It's the same argument I use for Drew Locke. It wasn't that I liked Drew Locke. It's just that I I, I know what I have with a Teddy Bridgewater. And you want right? to compare who Jimmy G is like? Teddy freaking Bridgewater. They're and you, the and same you want to know, and do you want to know who Teddy Bridgewater is way better than? Baker 
Mayfield. Really? That's pretty interesting. That's pretty interesting as he's sitting on the bench <laughs> right now. How about a how about a um how about like uh Jimmy Grappolo is like a Randall Cunningham? How about that? Oh, what? No. <laughs> no, Trey Lance maybe okay, is a Randall okay, Cunningham. This is getting out of control. Okay, if Randall Cunningham couldn't run. No, this is not even this is this is this is this is Okay, so so real quick, real quick. Over under is 45. What is our prediction for the score of the game Sunday night? Wow, we're jumping right to predictions. Correct, because oh. I can't hear I can't hear Randall oh. Cunningham. Oh. Like, okay, <laughs> okay. So I uh, I, I trying to think of who's like the most boring quarterback that's like good. What did you say the that's not bad at all? Like I mean, that's what I trying. Who who is like the most boring? Actually, quarterback Kyle Orton is pre- actually a pretty like, good. Kyle Orton is pretty boring, right? Yeah. Jay Cutler, I guess, but like that's totally like I don't know. Yeah, like it's just totally. Like, you know, I don't you know do who, this. The, I don't who do this. Jimmy G is. He is the Jimmy G. Of, of Jimmy G. Oh, yeah, I like that, actually. Hey, well Jimmy, said. Jimmy G. Okay, well scores. You know what? Hackett hacks it. The okay. Broncos open up their red zone offense. Okay. They become efficient. They get rid of these stupid penalties. Go on. I'm excited. They, they win the game. Okay. 28 to 17. Whoa. Or, I'm sorry. 20. Yes, 28 to 17. What did you say that over under was? 45. So 45. Connor's square. Okay. Okay. I uh, I like a slight over in this game because I do think the the offense gets going a little bit. Um, I I just I think the Broncos, I, the criticism is out there. They've seen it. They have to self scout. I guess this is more maybe wishful thinking on my end of it that like they have to clean some of these things up. It has to start getting better. It can't get worse. How about that? The, exactly. It can't get worse. Um, <laughs> or can it? I, I oh it I, could. I do the conspiracy music. I, I am very, very curious to see what this 49ers team looks like behind Jimmy G, okay? Because obviously, outwardly in the media, there's a lot of kind of criticism on this, the way the situation handled. Kind of works out weirdly coincidentally that they like refused to cut Jimmy G when everybody said cut Jimmy G. That's the right move to make. And then it like falls in their lap like, hey, good thing he kept Jimmy G, right? Um, Jimmy, G's, Jimmy G's like the guy that... If you're a dad, you want your daughter to hang out with him, but you would never have a beer with him. I Do you know, know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know that jaw, dude. I'm That's just what I'm saying. saying. Like you're really proud of your daughter because she because she totally because she totally married a wet blanket. Do you know what I'm saying? Jimmy G is like Baker Mayfield. If Baker Mayfield could throw the football a lot better <laughs> and and wasn't such a head case. Yeah, I'd, love to, I'd go. I'd love to go back and look, and I'm not going to do it on air right now. I'd love to look at their stats comparatively uh, over the years. I think y'all are. Let's do Baker's. Are, let's do Baker's oh, best. Please, let's, let's do Baker's best year, the year that they made the playoffs, versus Jimmy's best year. And okay. let's see. Yeah, yeah I absolutely Jimmy's believe. Correct. <laughs> yeah. No, you guys. You guys are making Jimmy Garoppolo out let's to see. be this. How many Super like, Bowls has one quarterback? Been yeah, I, I didn't say Hall of Fame. So, I say so, it's a how many? How many? Force. How many? throws were blatantly blown in that Super Bowl. I mean, they win that game if Jimmy Grappolo doesn't lose it for them. Hey, good, not great. Steady. Okay. Steady. Wow. Oh, also, uh, another boring quarterback uh, immediately that comes to mind is uh, Jared, a.k.a. Red Goff. It's a pretty boring guy to watch play. That's a good good comparison yeah right although although it's closer Red. to the Baker Mayfield side of things, yeah, you know. So uh, I'm going right, to go. So I'm going to go. Okay, I'm going to go Broncos 21. Niners seven uh Niners seventeen. I got Broncos twenty seven twenty. So we're all kind of in the same realm. There. Like Except you guys think we're gonna score a lot of points. Now, now I think something, we're gonna eat something we haven't even mentioned yet that's definitely gonna have an effect on this game. Jerry Judy and Pat Sertan. 
Which are which, both listed questionable, but, as I've seen right now. Yeah, they are day-to-day. They got good news from them on Monday here. Uh, they No structural damage on Jerry Judy's ribs, and they believe no structural damage on the shoulder for Sertan. They are both viewed as day-to-day. That is great news for the Broncos, all things considered, right? I mean, obviously, some IL stints would have been pretty bad for the Broncos here. So... I'm going to keep an eye. We, we need to keep an eye on these guys because they are definitely going to make an impact. I, I mean, honestly, I think, yes, Patrick Sictan is a huge impact on that defense. But I honestly think the Jerry Judy injury, especially depending on what's going on with KJ Hamler, I, all of a sudden he was on, on the injury list last week. He didn't play in the game. I believe he's questionable again, so we'll see. If you're missing both of those guys, that is huge. We saw the drop-off last week with those two out of, off the field. All I heard this offseason was how great our wide receiver core is. We have two receivers go down, and we got Tyree freaking Cleveland out there as our number two receiver. It wasn't good, man. And Kendall Hinton, the Broncos Hall of Famer. Yeah, they brought him back, which I'm I'm really glad that they brought him back onto the roster. And Jerry Judy's if Jerry Judy's out, it's a big it's a big difference in this offense. And that could swing this game. I mean, that that is the difference possibly in this this offense really getting going. I'd love to see them continue to utilize the tight ends, utilize the running backs, especially if those guys are injured in there. But we all like the Broncos to win. We're all going against. The, the, the narrative that, that the batters are putting out there. I know we were talking to Tyler Walgy before the show. He said he wouldn't touch this this line with the 10-foot pole, man. So uh, are we all going to go throw some money down on the Broncos? No. Then? No? No? You guys aren't I will. that confident? I know. I will. Okay. I will. I like it. I like it. I like it. They're, they're going to ride this week, all right? I am going to believe... The Hackett can fix these elementary mistakes. Okay, and I'm going gonna, I'm I'm gonna to choose it, to believe it. I'm going to make it a little something tangible. What do you need to see from the Broncos, from Hackett, beyond just a win? We all just predicted a win. What do you need to see from him to feel like we're moving in the right direction? I need at least 25 carries from Javante. Okay. Oof. Yeah, I just I, I don't I don't agree. I don't even think that's feasible. That's not gonna happen. Tote the bean, baby. That's absolutely not gonna happen. Melvin Tote Gordon looked good out there too. Like get out of here with that nonsense. Fifteen to twenty, it's a it's a good spot for him. I like fifteen to twenty. Keep him fresh. What I need to see, red zone efficiency and game management. That's it. If I if 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 we have red zone efficiency and we don't have these boneheaded game management blunders, Vic Fangio esque blunders, then the Broncos win this game. All right, I'm going to build off of that all along those lines. It's the penalties to me. Cut out the penalties. Cut out the mistakes, the mental mistakes. The coaching-related penalties are, are, are as big of anything, but there's still a lot of mental errors being made on the field. That has got to get cleaned up if you want to be a winning football team in the NFL. Let's hope the Broncos can, can figure this out, right? We were all excited about this offense, this team coming into the year. Hopefully, this is the week that we see them break out. Does does Nat add the H back to his name? Does he get it, to be Nat? Does he does he become <laughs> Nat? Is it Nath or Nath? Nath. 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 But it's Nathaniel, so Nath. I'm and then, and then the week after, he comes Natha? Nat. We got a long way to go. Yeah, we, we got a long... You can tell we've all been gone for a week. This is, uh, <laughs> we'll have to count the letters. Do we have enough wins in this to get him back to Nathaniel? All right, guys. Make sure you check us out on Twitter, at Red Rock Sports one and tune in each and every week. We record Tuesdays. You can find these on any Apple player, uh, Spotify, anywhere wherever you're listening now. Find them. Also, check out all the other Woos Media podcasts on the same player. Just search Woos Media, W-O-O-Z-E Media, and you'll find them. For Connor and Nick, I'm Jerry. Thanks for stopping by.